0: Hey, thanks so much for joining us for our special Saturday edition of Word of the Day. Typically, our Word of the Day only goes from Monday through Friday, and uh, I was going to do that this week, but Monday we're beginning to look at Exodus chapters 1 and 2, and we still haven't finished the book of Job, and today we're going to look at the final chapter of Job, Job 42, and this chapter is just its too good to skip over or not worry about, and so I wanted to To dive into Job chapter 42 this morning. Job chapter 42, we, we see Job's final response to God and Job answers God and responds to God very briefly and then we don't hear from Job again, but we also see how God responds to what Job says and how God reacts in Job's life. So let's jump right into the first four verses of chapter 42. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything, and that no thought can be hidden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. Here I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. What we see in those verses is Job repenting before God. He tells God, God, you're right. You are are all-powerful. You hold all wisdom, and I was wrong to question you. I was wrong to try to control you and try to use my good deeds and my good actions as a way to force you to treat me in a certain way. God, you can do anything, and if you choose to do anything, whether it's to bless me or whether it's to send pain my way, no one can stop you, and you are right in whatever you do. Now, it's, it's important to notice that at this point in the Scripture, Job is still suffering. He's still lost all of his possessions. He has no money. He's broke. He's lost his children. They're dead and gone. He's lost his health. He's still sitting in a landfill scraping boils with a, a piece of broken pottery. He's still lost his, the respect of his wife. She's still come to him and said, Why don't you just curse God and die? His friends have still been attacking him. But even in his pain... He's learned to trust God. And then we get what I believe is the greatest passage of Scripture in the book of Job in verse number 5. Look what Job says. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Now, at this point, Job has physically seen God. God has shown up in a whirlwind, and he he has seen the power of God. He's seen the physical representation of God But it goes deeper than that. Through Job's pain, through Job's suffering, he has experienced God and he's learned to trust God. He says, God, I heard about you my entire life. I even thought I knew you. I was trying to live a good life to earn your favor. I was trying to live a good life to earn your blessing. And Lord, when I lost everything and I questioned you, I I thought I was broken and lost forever. But God, Now I know that you are in control, you are sovereign, you love me, and you send things my way that I need. And so God, yes, I've heard of you before, but now I truly know you. I have experienced the mercy and grace of God in my pain, and I've learned to trust you. Then look what he says in verse number six. Wherefore I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. This reminds us of what Isaiah says when he saw God high and lifted up, and he says, Lord, woe is me. Job is saying, God, you're you're holy, and you're righteous, and you're pure, and Lord, in comparison to you, my righteousness is as filthy rags. He says, God, I've, I've seen you, I've experienced you, and now I know, in comparison to you, I'm ignorant, and I'm wicked, and Lord, all I'm going to do for the rest of my life is trust you. And that's exactly what Job does. Then the rest of the chapter goes on and we see how God responds to Job's true repentance. This wasn't just lip service where Job was saying, oh God, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Job was truly repenting. He was confessing his sin before God. And that's what confession is, saying, God, you're right and I'm wrong. He was confessing his sin before God. He was repenting of his sin that he had committed and questioning God and doubting God and trying to control God. And he was saying, God, I'm going to trust you no matter what, if you bless me or if you curse me. Lord, if good things happen or bad things happen, if I abound or if I'm abased, God, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to follow you because you're God and I have no right to question you or try to control you. And God accepts Job's repentance. He accepts his confession and he responds by speaking to his three friends. Remember, he he leaves Elihu out. Elihu spoke correctly, because Elihu told Job and the three friends, hey, y'all are both misrepresenting God here. Job, you're trying to control God by your good deeds, and you guys, you're trying to accuse Job of being wicked because you assume God only punishes wickedness. And so God comes to these three friends, and he goes, look, you spoke foolishly you were wrong in your accusations to Job and your accusations towards me. And he demands that they apologize to Job. He says, you need to go to Job and make it right. And he makes each of them give Job seven lambs, as, uh, seven bulls as a sacrifice and says, if Job forgives you and Job prays for you, then I'll forgive you. And so Job accepts their, their forgiveness. He accepts their apology and God forgives them. And then the Bible says God blesses Job with twice of what he had before. He has twice the amount of wealth. His wife comes back to him. He has 10 more children. And the Bible says that Job dies old and happy and content. But here's the thing. Job didn't die old and happy because God gave him more stuff. Job died old and happy because he learned to trust God even in the pain. You know, we don't know what the rest of Job's life was like. Yes, I, yes, he had a lot of possessions. He had 10 children. Bible says his three daughters were the fairest in all the land, and it just speaks highly of Job and his family. But I'm sure Job had some more problems. I'm sure Job had some more difficult days. I'm sure Job had some more health issues. But Job had learned to trust God in the pain, and that's why he could die old and happy and content. See, true joy doesn't come from stuff. True joy doesn't come from having everything we want or everything we need and being happy and healthy. True joy comes from walking with God and trusting God. And if you want to have a joyful, contented life, that's what you have to learn to do, to trust God and walk with God in the good times and the bad times. Hope you have a great Saturday hope you have a great day worshiping the Lord tomorrow. Have a blessed day.